Hear me now, brother. Real one, episode one, September twelfth, two thousand and five. This is Nathan Anderson speaking from Santa Monica, California. We are podcasting right now. And I am Seth Anderson, and I am a podcaster. I've been podcasting for a while, and I finally got uh, my brother in on it, and Nathan and Nathan will confirm that he is my brother. We have blood tests going up on the website, so you know our banter is real. Uh, we've known each other for about 24 years, going on 25 years this coming October I, for me. I, I, my brother of nine years can attest. Brother. B- yeah. So Nathan is Can't my brother. this guy's brother. Uh, uh, you, will, uh, you will see photos of us, and you will not believe it yourself. Um, I look like a Hungarian mountain man, and Seth looks like a Rastafarian, Mexican, Eastern European. All those things and more, I've been, but it's I've a very been, petite young man. I've been called Jewish. I've been called Armenian. I've been called Spanish, Nathan. You just had one the other day. What was it? Um, Turkish. Uh, Turkish. And they, well, they thought my name, it. they thought the name, this guy, this guy um, thought the name Seth was Turkish. Seth. Seth usually Something. is more of a uh, older gentleman uh, with a cane near his end, kind of. In poking, my experience, um, fire. M- based upon most of the women that I've had the privilege of, of speaking to and having conversations with, um, they usually think Seth. Uh, they kind of connotate him with an asshole. So, so a lot of Seths Seth. are assholes out there. Seth, the and, and you player, yourself, Seth. you yourself had an asshole in your life. Oh, uh, every Seth I've met, Seth. I think we've, we've, we have talked about this in length. Every Seth I've met have been just unbelievable, unbelievable assholes. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, and, and, and on every field. I mean, they've been Ivy League to just, I haven't met any hockey players, but Ivy League to, you're just scraping bottom skater guy. Seths have been assholes. I think it's because they're envious of other names that have, you know, we have abbreviation. I have Nate, also Nathan. Nathaniel's another name, but. People do call me Nathaniel. Well, I, Seth, I think, I mean, I think they'd be a lot happier if they could connect something to the Seth. Seth, Seth Aniel. How about that? Yeah, I think my Maybe name you should is try too that. short. It sounds like it's too short. Seth! You know, I mean, I, it, yeah. you know, it's sharp and it's, right. but it, I, you know, I think it's prettier and I think it's more of a poem than mine. More of a poem than Nathan. Uh, more I of do. a poem of a name, you know. Yeah, well, that's very flattering. But anyway, we're brothers here, and we're trying to make this happen. We, uh, <laughs> from our little, uh, whatever, our little column, our little sample, we've suspended to iTunes. We are brothers in L.A., uh, trying to make movies. <laughs> you can, God, oh, damn I mean, it, God damn it! It sounds like, so bad when I said it, but I do. Yes, we are. We yes, indeed, we are in our early to mid twenties. We are in Los Angeles. We moved here from the Midwest. Big surprise! And we're here saying, "Hey, we've got a screenplay you'd like to look at, and we've got a movie you'd like to see, and we've got we're full of ideas, and we're full of talent, and we're but so seriously, good. seriously, we're the ones that are going to make it happen. We are making films now. Outside of school, we're doing it for the love. So yes. please stay tuned. We're going to have some fun stuff. Where you 
So, Nathan, I want you to... Um, we have new listeners. We have many new listeners here. Many new people are coming to the fore. And, All and, the and, people in the dark, I like to say. And uh, they're, How are you, people? I love they're you. They're downloading our thing on iTunes, and we really have to impress them and make them... Are they downloading it? Uh, I think I've asked you this before. Are they downloading it for money? Is this 99 cents per download? Is this free? It's free. People, it's free. So there should be no excuse. We should have a, a million users, million clicks. A mi- you know, I, I don't know anything about I don't know anything about this iTunes or podcasting. But you know what? Slowly but surely, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my feet and my butt and everything into the waters of the iPod. Uh, technology is a great thing, and I think it will kill us in the end. But I think it's a great thing. Uh, I mean, all the people in the dark. So hello again. Uh, Nate, we are brothers, and we're filmmakers, and we we you know we want to make it happen out here. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a little background. I think it'll become more clear as we do this. You'll you'll understand. Uh, we'll become clear to you. Our our personalities, our lives will become richer. You'll you'll watch us like your episodes of Buffy and Angel and all those things. I've heard they're great. I haven't watched any of them, but. I, I'm excited. I'm excited and, to and be we, a yeah, character. We, we, we made a conscious decision not to give you our biographies or, or tell you about where we were born or let you know. Just suffice to say that we're one in about a thousand other white males that have made a mass exodus from the rest of the country towards Los Angeles to make it big in Hollywood. Yes, a desperate. So we are one amongst many ship. thousands, hundreds, hundred thousand, billions but what think, was it? There's, there's 13 million people in Los Angeles. Then there's got to be about about at least six million of those are us. Yes, exactly like us. I mean, that's what's so scary. But I really want to stress that we're special. You know, we're we're. I, I don't want. I don't want to say the snowflakes. You know, but uh, we're somewhere there, and and I think we're. Well, you've got to believe you are. But well, okay, we're getting we're off topic. On. I just wanted to make mention. Uh, Nathan did add uh, before that. Yeah, we're about two years out of school. We did go to school for film after choosing that after many vocations. Credentials here. And uh, we decided to make a film again after sitting on our asses for at least two years straight, uh, literally doing nothing. Doing. Um, Absolutely. Working our asses off. Still working very hard. We always had jobs to put money back into some kind of project. We've all done... I'm a visual artist. I've done... My training as background has always been painting, visual arts, photography. I've done that. That was my main focus. And so... I've always done that when we've been lying low. You can do a pen, a pen and paper are cheap. There, there's yes, stuff that's we like, were, but filmmaking, you gotta, we gotta, you gotta plan ahead. So now we've, we did plan ahead and we yes. were shot about seventy five percent of this film here. Yes, yes, Nathan, and I, and I came to it from music. Um, I really liked making pictures with the music. It so all that, goes. That's hand very, hand. very simple in that way for me. I still do, and as long as I retain that, I I I like to think that you know I'll, I'll remember that that's what it did for me, and then I'll okay. Uh, I'm not so gonna. We both know. we both found film after we we were in love with another art form, and it came later. It came it came much later, but it also is the end result. I think of of all the arts. I yeah, I mean, I'm art. I'm pushing forty three. Nate's Nate's already. I'm close. <laughs> I mean, close. Well, he's a year younger, but he's he's getting it's he's setting getting close. in. Um, so let's speak about the film that we're working on right now. Uh, it's a short film. It's, we're we're looking at maybe uh, I mean, it'll be about twenty minutes. It's currently long. titled unti- "Untitled Western." It is a western. It is a western. Our South, uh, our Midwest, coming into the Southwest, and uh, yes, we always want. I've always wanted to do western. I'm a big western fan. Uh, I'm but, not, but right. not, but 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 a revisionist western. I, I am not. I'm not into John Wayne. I'm not into all that horse shit that you know, cowboys and boom and all that crap. Yeah, I like. But I do like. I like how they have parallels to. 
modern society. So that's a little bit about what we were doing, and we will start. I think we should have, this is just the introduction of all this stuff, and then next week we're going to have part one of the trials and errors of making a short film. Are you going to eat your sandwich right now? I'm going to eat it. I'm, I'm hungry. I can hear that. I know. I, I got to know next time not to wear my chinos or my polyester leisure suit, because... Yeah, made a lot it's of noise. Not, I had it's to, not October in here. It's not October yet. It's not fall. I had to take off, you know, make him take off some of his I had a lot of really bling, offensive bling. material. I had a lot of bling bling, a lot of jewelry. I'm, I'm kind of, I lean that way. Okay, so uh, our official site, our official, it's, it's a blog home. Uh, uh, should we give a little shout out to, to iBlogger? I just created it, so yeah. iBlogger helped us with a, with a website for... Um, our official site? That's our official site? Yeah, the good wait. folks at iBlogger uh, have given us That's some, we have, some web um, space. We'll have... I guess they give a lot of people of web space. They're pretty nice about giving people space. And we really we really want your comments. We want your suggestions about how we can make you happy, make you laugh. That is at www.hearmenowbrother. At no, wait. No, no, no. It's not www. Oh, no, www. It's hearmenowbrother. We're not dot, even on the World Wide Web? We're it's hearmenowbrother.blogspot.com. Yeah, I, I mean, love it. It's, it's hearmenowbrother.blogspot.com. <laughs> We're not on the internet. Uh, the and don't look at it right it. now. Okay, hearmenowbrother.blogspot.com. We want you there. Uh, there's going to be some pictures on there. Just pictures to make you laugh. Pictures from the film. And it'll have a continuity. Everything we've talked on here will be covered on there. And a little bit of links and all kinds of hot links. Someone and, told me you got to say You don't just say links. You say hot links. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know, I've been an internet guy for about uh, 20 years. I was I was back there. I, I, I'm one of the ones who wrote the Unix code. So we're going to move it on. Some picks for movies. Here we go. Some picks for movies. We're going to go into our... Uh, so we're going to movies. movies. Uh, and really nothing to report, man. Uh, a lot of shitty, shitty movies out there right now. Really? Uh, uh, well, no, I'm not going to... But gonna, that's not the first thing we're going to say. I'm not going to totally agree with that. Now, I've had the summer... Of the summer that was, I've found something to like in every shitty movie that I have seen all summer. I have liked something in War of the Worlds, Fantastic Four, uh, what was the other one? 40-Year-Old Virgin... There's a little well. Yeah, you know that was actually the bummer of the of the summer. For forty me. year old virgin. Forty year old virgin was the bummer. The bummer. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Of I course. was sad by. The, I I I wasn't laughing. Uh, yeah, and people love, love that film. Sin. I know we're gonna sin. like. We're gonna get like but, emails. But, you know, we're we, gonna get tons of emails over tons, that. Tons of comments because people are like, "That's a movie of the summer." What the fucking talking about? But I think I well I think this has been the summer. This has really been the summer where we have stepped back and made that decision to like. Even the bad movies we go see. Yeah, even Not Land of the, the Dead. Even Land of the Dead. Remember that? Land we had a good. We had a good fucking time on that. Land of the Dead was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And Forty Old Virgin. I mean, <laughs> being being what it was. I, I from from the outside, it got us in there. Great poster. Yeah, I'm the best poster of the summer. Best poster of the year. I'm going to say that. Yeah, right. but well, you haven't gotten into the fall. Uh, we might have some. Really, really, Steve, the Steve Carroll guy, really, really a gifted comedian, and he kind of held the whole picture. Right. Uh, and actually, the, the the only thing I like about the film is everything outside of it. I like the trailer, and I like the the story itself about a 40 year old virgin. It's a great idea right. for a comedy. But when you watch it, it's like this uh, raunchy. So you're actually going to object. Train wreck. You're going to object object to the sleaze. You're going to object to the language on that one. Ah. I mean, I mean, because you've been known to like some movies that have had some pretty, 
no, hard that's things. Not my only in it. comment about Ron. I mean, come on, I'm a fan of some real raunchy. I kind of like. I even like. Amer- I like American Pie two over one, which is weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's some great, there's uh, some great stuff with. The, I've never the seen Stifler either, or whatever his name is. I've never two. seen either. Uh, oh no! Not, I'm saying I'm sorry. There is American too. Uh, American, There's an American Wedding. Two, American Wedding is the one I like the most. That's the third film. That is the third, and it actually is I the think. funniest one. I have um, to look that up on IMDb. Outside and... of you know Eugene Levy and, and catching him with the well, pie, which is really I, cool. But let's not talk about American Pie here. The, the probably the best film we've seen. Uh, the the film we've seen together. Uh, uh, we can talk about Broken Flowers a little bit. I have fond memories of Broken Flowers, but I don't think I have to ever see it again. Yeah, that, that's that's true with most of the. Films. But sometimes I feel that with Jim Jarmusch. I'm sorry. Oh, even like uh, Ghost, Ghost Dog, Dog. Never need to see that again. Wait, ever again. Samurai. Never need to see that ever again. You really, really. I don't. I own it. I I, I bought the DVD because <laughs> it was cheap, and and I watched it once. And I, and but I, still a great film the first way through. And I think all of his films really. I I think Down by Law. Is I don't say that film. about. I don't say that about. Um, yeah, down by law. I don't no, like. I don't say that about Stranger. No, but uh, but I'm saying like some of his latest, like cigarettes and f- cigarettes and coffee. Or I, 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 I'm not a big fan of yeah. cigarettes and coffee. I'm but, a big Jarmish fan, but the, the movie's too vignetted for me. It's for for it's me. It worked as a great show, which it was. For me, the film was the kind of thing I'd like to watch um, as my kind of popcorn movie instead of Fantastic Four. It's the kind of thing really, I like to sit back and yeah, watch really and enjoy. Re- re- like a but you don't. All that. But still, we you, you bring. I, I hate saying it because it seems like so. It seems so like to to blow off Jim Jarmusch like that because you know he's he. I love him. Yeah, his his whole thing is being on the outside of, on the fringe right. of Hollywood, I, and and he's making films completely the way he wants and in, in in every way possible. And and the but the films are really excellent and really really well made. Uh, yeah, the, I I just think there sometimes he's not like. Going the extra mile. I don't. I mean, but like, but but his his scripts are good. I like his scripts. His scripts are. um, His characters are good. Uh, Yeah, like almost all drama films have. The only thing they have in common, pretty much, is their their excellent character. Yeah, and they're lean. But his scripts his scripts are lean in a good way. They're very lean. There's not a lot of fat on. There's not a lot of subplot. Not a lot of background. Not they're a lot usually, of useless usually dialogue. Yeah, one, one uh, um, journey of someone. And, and okay, that's it. That's that's it on Broken Flowers. Well, Broken Flowers, uh, great title too for the film. Uh, oh yeah, I think good. Everybody should see it if they're a Bill Murray fan. But I think it's a very different Bill Murray film. Of all of it, yeah, but he's getting different, more different than you think of him every every time. The only time I ever thought it was like a Bill Murray oh, moment yeah, was yeah. when he's like, "I'm a stalker," you know, so or whatever. It was like that's a Bill Murray moment. Yeah, that one moment. The rest of it was just him being, him being his new, sad, the new his Murray, sad uh, bulldog, the, the new world, bulldog. yeah, the new world Acting. Murray. Uh, yeah. But Bill Murray, Bill Murray, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want, man. You know, you did, you, you, you did three of the greatest comedies in the world, and I won't mention those. And everybody's got three great Bill Murray comedies. We all do. Uh, I want to do, I want to do a little mention. We, uh, the the big S is coming back to the screen. The that 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 <laughs> fabulous uh, alien from the planet yeah, tonight is coming. Back. I uh, I, I want to just do a little real quick, real quick but thing. Let's talk about no, two. We we went to Comic Con International this year. I don't. That's an that's that's a that's a little a little. Uh, uh, hear me now, brother. Confession. Hear me now, um, brother. We I, go to Comic Con sometimes. We missed Brian Singer talking about Superman Returns. I'm going to segue that into Superman Two discussion because we just saw Superman Two. We right? just re- yeah we ran, we I I own the first Superman and a lot of people I, I I still think it's the best Superman and I think I think the new one's going to build right off of that. But Superman Two uh, <laughs> upon uh, upon the second viewing, not the best. really falls apart. Like not the best film I've ever seen. I I couldn't believe uh, it. I thought it was the better one. 
one. Everybody says it's the best. It's like, you know, the great action. Yeah, and, Richard Lester uh, directed yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of comedy uh, that doesn't... Switched hands from Donner. Uh, it, right. I, I think... I think it's a stinker. So, so why did you did we rent Superman two originally? I don't remember. I remember it was in Blockbuster, and we didn't have a lot well, to I, choose I, from I, as I, usual. I remember it, 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 when when we when we rented Excuse films me. when we were kids. When we rented films when we were kids, they were all the same thing. I remember watching all th I think all three Karate Kids at one time. I I, I remember Superman. It all yeah. came in a rush. I yeah, think, so we watched three. A lot. The Richard Pryor one. And that's not... We're never going to see that again. I'm never going to rent that. Although, although it, I, oh man, I could go into Superman but, 3. But, okay, we should rent so, that for a special episode of uh, of Hear Me Now, Brother. Superman 3, concise review. review. Just like Superman 3? Pointless review time. Who the hell time. was the villain in that? If you, okay, uh, you listeners out there, I want a vote on this. Do you guys want to hear reviews of shitty movies? Really yeah, concise, we'll like, really concise, um, like, uh, who's that? Richard Tom or David Thompson-esque reviews, like, Oof. really good sight and sound reviews of shitty movies, like Superman 3. And Who's I'm not talking, I'm, I'm good shitty movies. We're not going to go like, yeah, good, yeah, good man, shield girls or something. I'm talking about shitty movies that make you laugh when you hear Shitty when, movies that you, you enjoyed at one that, point. That you enjoyed as a child that make you laugh when you hear the idea, even the idea of us <laughs> reviewing them. We will review NeverEnding Story 2. We will review... It exists. <laughs> we'll review Red We're Red Dawn. But anyway, Superman 2. Superman 2. So, right. so uh, there was a reason we put down uh, whatever it was. <laughs> what were we going to rent? To, to, then we say, hey, let's I play don't. Play. I think we were going to try out um, like something like, like Saw or Hitler's Hitler's secretary. Hitler's secretary right, or like, Seth. Or, no, or, I got or, something better. It's in the S's. And you went over there and you're like, no, man. And I was like, don't you want to see it? Yeah. And we watched. Yeah, it. We, uh, we probably because of. One actor, right? Terrence Stamp. All right. Well, I liked no, no, no. To be fair, I liked Christopher Reeve in the first film, especially the first half of the film before he becomes Superman. Which is very when he becomes Superman in the in the first film when he becomes Superman. It's ridiculous. I hate the suit. I just don't like it. But I love that Smallville shit, and I love I love like throws the football. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Football into the yeah, and 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 Andrew Wyeth art. I mean, I don't like the kid with the fake nose. He's got like a brown nose, like a wooden. Weird. That's weird. That's another viewing. Go back to that. You can you can definitely see. That he has but but let's get back to Superman two. We're not talking about Superman one. Okay, and so Superman loses his powers because he falls in love with Lois. And there's a sex scene. Lois Lane. <laughs> so anyway, okay, Superman so he, so two he gives up his Superman powers. Sup okay, people, he's Superman. Yeah. Superman, well known. This guy can punch through seventeen walls with his index finger. Right. He gives it up for Margot Kidder. It's interesting. Uh, she uh, tricks him out of it, though. Like she trips him into that fire, right? Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he he does that to himself a little bit, but uh, it was destined, right? So he loses his powers right when these three lords of of, of hell come back <laughs> and start throwing buses on people. Uh, Terrence Stamp being the, the the leader, General Zod, which is a very kind of sci-fi name. Yeah, I, I don't agree with the name. He comes back and wrecks havoc and on the whole that, world. And then there's that really big bearded guy who's... Bring me Superman. Who looks really funny when he's he... He's got that great, great British accent. Right. Well, you will... Carol, yeah, you will... You, you and your ass! <laughs> you and right. your ass! I mean, right. you gotta love that guy. He is carved out of a block of solid marble. I love and, it. I love it when he shakes his hand at the end and he breaks Zod's hand. Yeah, he loses Cause, his power. Because he's got so, the power because so, he switched the... Yeah. I mean... You all know Superman, too. Why Why should we go into yeah, plot? Yeah, rattling off all the... all Just on paper, it sounds bad. I, I definitely don't recommend that. I think that ends our, our, our movie clips of the week. 
Nathan are both white, and uh, we both, uh, as you both, Midwest as you boys. know by now, we're both Midwest boys coming from from Minnesota or Michigan or Wisconsin. Mm. That, that the evil triangle of the Midwest. When a white boy moves to L.A., he mm. has certain preconceptions about oh my. what Los Angeles has in store for his whiteness and for his victimhood and the history of his victim victimization. Okay. And uh, just like uh, just like um, a notch on the license. Um, or the you know a scar on the body. We've got some war stories that we want to tell people because uh, we're virgins. We're virgin white boys coming into deep, deep, dark, evil, and vile Los Angeles. Nathan is going to uh, kick off our inaugural. Excuse me. Uh, hear me now. Hear me now, brother. Podcast with his awful LA story of the week. Refer to uh, our blog website for a victimatron uh, map of what to avoid as a white person in Los Angeles. So take it away, Nathan. Tell us your story. Okay, so I was going, I was, I just came from the grocery store getting macaroni salad like I do every Thursday. And I was driving down Sunset Boulevard and I, I just, I always, I take Sunset and I came back down uh, Vine to get to Wilshire Boulevard. I was just, I was traveling. It was about 1030 at night. Um, and I came down Vine, right, right there on Sunset and Vine. They got the Plaza, and they got uh, uh, the Wells Fargo, and all the bank sections right there. And then they have uh, a McDonald's right there. All right. So I take a left coming off Sunset, going on Vine, traveling south on Vine, and and right there, uh, there was this huge like you know little traffic jam. Nothing new, you know, nothing new in L.A. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, it was it was kind of a weird traffic jam because there was uh, uh, both lanes were flanked by these cop cars. Okay, so I was like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, and, I, and nothing was going. I was just driving, and I was like, "Oh, there's someone in my lane." I was like, "What's going on?" And you try to you try to merge into your next lane because there's all these co- there's all these cars coming at you. You know, you're like, "Oh, I gotta get around this guy. He's blocking traffic." But the car that was blocking traffic, all right, happened to be, I guess, <laughs> about, about four guys. Okay, uh, uh, we 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 came up beyond this little intersection. And uh, uh, over over there, the McDonald's parking lot. They have the entrance to the driveway. You pass that, and there was this there was this like brown Escalade up up over the barricade uh, on its side. Okay, this car was it was like this huge vehicle on its side, uh, and there were four guys just laid out, and and there was this trail of clothing up to the vehicle. It just smashed over the barricade and into the parking lot of McDonald's. Right there, four guys laying down on the ground, and there were there were two armed policemen pointing their guns at the guys on the ground, arms behind their back. Ho, oh, okay. So I'm just sitting there in the lane, all right? There's a guy ahead of me, and the cop's just like, move it along, move it along. And, and there's a Volvo and an Audi just moving and a BMW just moving, and we're moving real slowly. I'm sitting in the car here. Uh, I, see a, I see this movement right on my passenger side, running running from from the uh, just the, the far right of me. This guy, shirtless, all right? <laughs> he, had, he had these big, big jeans, baggy jeans, and no shirt on, and just tatted up. Man, he had sleeves. This guy, this guy had been around the block. He, he was booking it like hell. He was, he, he, he was heading, from my angle, heading right through the drive-thru, right to the side of the building. He was booking for it to get some cover. And, and that was like, I was like, man, he's running for it. You know, he was one of the guys that had his head behind his back. All right. He was just booking. And there's all these cops around here with guns. And, and, and that, that was just this quick moving. It all happened in a second. Boom. All right. This guy came right at me. My God. Okay. This guy ran for it. All right. <laughs> this guy ran for it. And then another movement really fast. It was a cop with his piece drawn. <laughs> this cop fired four bullets at this human Forged, being. Are you, you're remembering. Boom. 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 
All right, like uh, 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 fired. I thought my I thought my passenger side window was going to shatter. It was that insane. It has I, when, when a gun goes off at that close proximity, it sounds like a siren going off. And it's I've awful. never. I mean, I've I've gone to the range. I've fired a you know a, a, a forty five magnum with my father. He's he's an avid gun owner and part of the NRA. I'm not proud of that, but he is. And I've I've fired weapons, and but I've had all the imagery when I'm firing at, at a gun range. I've never seen a gun. <laughs> Other than in a movie, I've never seen a guy shoot a gun at a, at a human being. All right, this guy, this guy, the, the the guy that was running made it past the building and and didn't get clipped by the bullet, but it was just out of view. I don't know if he got clipped, man. I really don't, and I didn't want to know. Uh, the the lane clears up, and I drive on, and I and my heart's just racing. And then I got home and had my macaroni salad and well, cried. Nathan, Nathan, and I um. Hope that uh, this Victimatron story, this awful L.A. story of the week. It's right will, by the arc light, man. It's right by the arc light. I know. No place is safe, Nathan. And there was helicopters. There was all this scene. The, cho the L.A. Off. choppers, the ubiquitous L.A. choppers. All it was bedlam. I, I can, I'll never go to that McDonald's again. Right. Like so, I do. so never go again to that McDonald's, and we'll give you a map as to where that McDonald's is, and you will never have to go again. And, and So um, some shit went down right there. So, yes. Victimatron map on our blog. Bye. You've got to dance, people. Dance, people. Dance. And this is our top nine. Um, top nine. Top, you know, top ten is is exceptional. Nine is just just fine. Yeah, nine's fine. Nine is good nine's enough. Fine. It, it's almost there. It's not totally there, but it's usually but all we can ever make it. Because nine is fine. Top ten nine things you fear. Are you afraid of monsters or? Or animals that will attack you. Well, you're gonna find maybe one thing like that on the list, but other than that, there's nothing left. And we're we, curious. We we're curious about your top nine. Top things nine things you fear. Things you fear, and um, we're afraid of very particular things. And me, me and Nathan poured over this idea for a long time. These ideas and what scared us and what we got, drafted. It's a little bit of cess, a little bit of mind. What makes the id quake? But everything Quake. on this Quake. list, man, it kind of rattles me a little bit. Okay, number one, plane crash. Okay. Plane crash. There's not a day, not a moment where I step onto a plane and I... I, I look at it, it's a fiberglass shell, and, this, and, I, and not I, even not even post nine eleven. This is not, this is just, like just since they were created. Okay, these are <laughs> yeah. gasoline filled torpedoes They're, that you well, ride in like a it, tin can. I think the worst part is when you're when you're you're going on the runway, and the the guy goes, "No, we're going to take off," and he's not talking to you. He's, he's talking, like, he's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. and uh, and uh, you feel that the, it's the like funny thing, a funny really thing fucking about fast, that, and then you're you up think... in the air, and you wonder if the plane is just going to go, you know, you're going to hear it, and then go. Do you think anybody, I, I've always wondered, like, when the shit really went down in a plane, you think the captain comes on and actually says some shit? He's like, okay, okay, uh, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, like, is it, is it like, I mean, right. does he ever say, okay, we've lost cabin pressure. I know you're really going through some shit. I just throw up in my face, man. I mean, like, you know, you, right. you think he comes right. on and says, no, it was a no, no, with you. not I'm at sorry. all. I, I'm sorry for your life. Not at all. 
<laughs> sorry for yeah, I'm not I'm sorry for killing. I'm you sorry all. for killing you all. No, no, no. Uh, but you know, plane crash. I think that's up there for everybody. I, I mean, it really is. Because when you go on there, when it, I think, and, and it's when you know it. You know, you know when when you go up and when you go down. That's when all the problems happen. When, when you take off and and landing, or or when yeah. all the shit goes down. And those, and no matter how big the plane is, no matter you've looked at the tires, those things are you know no, and, rawhide and huge. They, let's, but they feel like dinner plates. Let's man, not even land. let's not even get into turbulence. I mean, when you're in turbulence and it goes down in the air, I don't understand how a plane can make it through that. It's like a meat hook in your stomach. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's not potholes. I've heard like the analogy, and it's fucking not like a pothole in a car. It's like the air is pushing you down to the ground where you should be. Two ball cancer. Okay, this may be a top nine things you fear of a man, but uh, well, this is us. This is what we fear. I mean, I'm not yeah. I, I, a woman. A woman can can fear ovarian cancer. She can feel fear breast cancer. You can do X but, cancer, but I'm not. Ball I'm cancer. Hey, I just don't want to have one day where I'm in the shower. And that's where you're supposed and that's to. Where your, it happens, you, that's yeah. where you have your check. When, when and you, and, you, and are things mildly. are going good. You've got like a new girlfriend or something, and you got like a fucking successful job, and you just sold your fucking play or whatever. It's usually when things are and, going and then right. you check your ball, and there's like you know something on your fucking ball. There's there's a black <laughs> pustule. I, I mean, I don't God know. Knows I don't. When the shit I, goes down. No, I. It's I'm, that hard marble that you're waiting to find. You're waiting. You're, you're, you 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 it's it's like, like, you. I got one ball. I got two balls. They say you're. It's like. Three balls? <laughs> no. There's another they ball say, they, on say my ball? they say your balls should be tubular and smooth. And I always think there's going to be some sort of anomaly on that tubular ball. <laughs> you never know, too, man. You're feeling around. You're like, is that a nerve? Yeah, uh, you can't that? you can't tell if it's a vein or that nerve cluster that's what near that? the ball. Is it supposed yeah. to be there? Oh, so this is a particularly we, ad, we admit this is a particularly male male this could be a male one male fear, but it's our fear, and that's why it's top nine is fine. Top for, nine, it's fine for us. So number three, Nathan. Number you, three, old Asian women. Old. That's There's one for Nathan. I'm not gonna. Oh, I I, I want to hear comments. I want to hear I want to hear you men out there or women that that there's something about those old Asian women that <laughs> they have <laughs> they have a, a wisdom to them, a, a stoic nature. They can see your aura. And, and usually then, you encounter them now, in grocery stores or banks, and they pass your items over the counter, and they give you a look. They give you a look like you're doing something wrong, or that they know they know. And oh, but, they, your aura—they can see on. your aura. That's what I—that's what I, my theory. Like an Asian woman, especially a woman from the east, <laughs> um, they can see your aura. And if your aura is black from the east, mm. well, I mean, I, or, or a good, there, a positive any kind color, of elderly or any kind of Asian. <laughs> uh, nothing against Asian people, but there's something that, that I'm afraid of there. Number four, grizzly bears. <laughs> 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 We're all scared of grizzly bears, man. They're kind of cute, you know. We've all got one as presents, but. You, you ever you ever mean like airdropped in Alaska and, and you're out there and, and you got a T-bone around your neck as a necklace? <laughs> uh, you're scared, man. These things decapitate. These things these things come at you and they play with you like you're a, like a little ball, man. I'm yeah. scared of these things. Definitely, definitely there's, grizzly there's, bear. Uh, I mean, bears, it's, it's, it's no, the strength. You could probably overpower a black bear. No, it's the strength. The the strength. But they, you know they could they could tall. they could take you apart like a, you know like. Like we just take a name apart to a grizzly bear. Right. Grizzly bears, they're probably given that name because the, the, they're murders, man. Their murders are so grizzly. All right. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard some stories. These are worse than shark attacks. These are just these these things are. You stay out of their way, and they stay out of your way. So right. That's the best thing about these things. But damn, grizzly bears. Number five, 
Phone calls you can't identify. Uh, definitely. Definitely. A fear. A fear. Everything, everything is negative about these things. All right? You get a Especially call. Especially with the cell phone age. Okay? You get a call. Yes. The cell phone age. You get a call. You know, some people like the unexpected call, right? But some people don't. You get everything is negative about it. Restricted call. Unknown name. Uh, oh, restricted. All, and it's usually a job. Every, especially in L.A. Negative words, in people. L.A., why is it every job is restricted phone call on your... Yeah, you've got to answer it. You don't want to answer because you're afraid like they're going to be like, uh, you don't have the credentials or they're going to call you tell you don't have the job or tell you you do have the job and you pretty, have to get in at five in the morning. Oh, bad news. Number six. Okay, number six. Alien abduction. Why the hell is that on there, man? Uh, I mean, I'm scared of that too, though. I'm scared. Well, I mean, if it's possible and it's real, I'm scared of it. It's so funny. It's, like, it's so funny that like probably 80% of alien abduction stories are those little gray aliens that come down. Those and, the, and with the big black eyes, right? They're, they're, they're grays. But no, when I was a child, I watched an episode of Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. It was the first real fear that I had of going to bed. Before that, I had no problem going to bed. That show was really scary. And it was a story of this little black child who was laying in bed one night, and his first encounter with the alien, which was a lifelong thing, the aliens, like, abducted him for life. <laughs> oh, they, like, choose, like, this person, and they go, like, okay, oh, we're going to fuck with this guy for the rest of his life. I remember And he's it like, it was my children, too. You know, they're, like, they're, they're starting to see shit. But anyway, um, a as a kid, he's, house. like, sleeping in bed, and he's, like, got an open window right near his bed. The alien comes in. It's a fucking gray, <laughs> like the fucking cover of Communion. Oh, All the right? worst. The worst. The worst cover. Oh, that's that cover by Whitley Strieber, like, fucking gave me nightmares. And everybody's drawing those, like, and, multiple and, and it just like my first encounter was was this alien lifting up my shirt, my pajama shirt, and putting his hand on my chest and, and like putting some light on Where my chest. Where is he chest. from? The south. It was just like yeah, <laughs> he's, he, he's from the fucking he south. Put his hand on my and, chest. Then, and 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 then uh, later they show him like when he's about to go to war and he's like got an army suit on and he oh, looks up man. and he's getting into a bus and he sees like a ball of fire in the in the fucking sky and it's like they're coming for me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh my god, like for the for your whole life oh. you're fucking plagued by every night like like the worst like metal in your uh, urethra or something and just like and just like not being able to account for hours because you like you were driving to get home and you see a fucking like a fucking ufo and the grays are like you know speaking to you and seriously if that if it, it's I mean, awful number seven back in the animal kingdom here maury eels. yeah one of the most evil what animals is... god could, like no point no point have you seen the faces of these things <laughs> uh, i mean yeah, it, it, no i a personification of evil this it's got the most sinister face <laughs> i've ever seen in my life these are electric water snakes these are these are worse than sharks to me. They're worse than snakes, man. They're worse than snakes, man. They are. Yeah, because they, they can't see them coming. You're well, no, like fuck, man. They're no, bigger. They're, you. they are bigger than snakes. You now tell it, tell them your story about the, no the, the fucking eel you saw. I mean, that, it's the same thing, man. You go to a pet store. I'm like, I'm looking around. I was, I was thinking about getting a goldfish or some you know cute little guy. And looking around at the <laughs> store, and, and and I look down in this water tank below uh -huh. all the other tanks. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. Uh, there's this, there's this water tank, and I, and I noticed that all the fish, all the fish in the tank, these big, they had, they had, they had all these little snapper fish, everything. They were all against one side of the tank. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? And I looked at the, the far end of the tank. There's a moray eel just circling his ass around. <laughs> 
and this thing, and I like look in the tank. It's like, oh look at that guy. He's like a big shot. This thing comes comes towards me, man, and he comes right under me, just like he's. It he looks like he's coming up and just say hello, but it's just like a Jack Nicholson face, man. It's just like <laughs> I'm devil, and I'm. <laughs> this is this is our encounter in this universe. It's just they're the most sinister fucking thing I've ever seen, man. They're right. grizzly bears, <laughs> right? Okay, so, yeah, more you. We gotta move on. I'm thinking about that. You just you freaked me out. I'm thinking about that thing. Okay, number eight. Oh, this is funny. All the clerks at the DMV. <laughs> All right. I, I just people, I just think they're intimidating. I don't think they're scary. I think these people are, are, are I mean, they're dealing with the scum of the earth all day. And, and they treat them like the scum of the earth. These, it's usually an old bag. It's usually, oh, I don't know. I, there's something about these DMVs. There's something about I, I those I think people. they're intimidating because... Um, Very similar to the post If your office. information isn't correct, they... Um, they look at you like an idiot. They're, they're, I, I just think it's the idiot thing. You know, they just make you feel like a shithead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's social anxiety. It's, it, I mean, you go in there, you know something's going to happen. Something's going to go down. you got to take tests. Right. Uh, they do the final validation. They take your picture. It, it's it's just very frontal, uh, intimidating contact. I don't like that place at all. Number nine, we come to it. <laughs> the funniest one on the list. Uh, oversized kites. I, 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 I don't know if anybody's heard stories about oversized kites. Uh, Right. These things are dangerous. These things should be banned. Um, I, I heard a story about well, what, what, is, what is what is the definition of oversized? Like how big? Okay, these things are about six feet across, and they got they got the two handled thing. They have the large. Oh, okay. So they're almost string. like gliders. They're almost like gliders. They're like gliders, but these things are on the beaches, man. Uh, usually, they're two man tents. Uh, but I've seen kids out there. Uh, I've heard stories about. I heard that it was this nine year old that 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 was out there. His father gave him the thing, and he's going to get a couple snow cones for for his son. You know, he left him with the thing. He was holding the tent. He's like, hey, take over the reins. The kid's like, sure, man, I want to. You know, he's been waiting all day to fly this big, it's like this huge bat one, you know? Right. Um, right. He hands it over. The kid's okay for about four minutes. And there's this, this gust, this gust of wind. It takes this kid about, about maybe, maybe about 100 feet up in the air. <laughs> that's right? not, that's not fucking true. The oversized kite takes, I've, there's stories all over the world, man. Right. Uh, it takes him about 100 feet in the air. The, 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 the gust, it's just, it's turbulent up there. The, the string snap, the kid falls to his death. I, I've heard. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I've that's not fucking true. I've, I've heard it, man. Oversized kites. I never want to buy one. I never want to think about it. I just think I, they're I'm unruly. I don't think they're like <laughs> going to kill you. How could that lift a fucking kid? It's a fucking kite. But still. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Okay, okay so number, top nine. Number, you know, it's not it's not supreme, it's not excellent, but it's good enough. Number nine. Fine. Oh, that's great. My pop is... 818-818-818. Rainbow Mother of Pearl. Well, on our uh, inaugural episode of uh, Hear Me Now, it's brother... It's been wonderful, people. We, uh, unfortunately, are not in a time machine, so we don't have access to any emails, but we know they're coming in real fucking hard. We need your comments, because it'll be on the show, guys. It'll be on the show. And we'll give you a name, and, and we'll talk to you personally over the medium of the potosphere. So Nathan's going to uh, actually... <laughs> I did some research. I found some comments on other pages. So here we go. Yeah. I went to the John Lennon official site tonight, and some asshole on there... Uh, I'm sorry, some asshole. Uh, Dennis from Arkansas posted oh, yesterday... Uh, he he asked he was he, he had the comment on the main site he asked of John as he was still alive uh, if he sang more songs than Paul the comment a great comment Dennis by the way a great comment we all want to know that but I'm uh, sorry to have to tell you this but uh, John Lennon's dead 
But what the hell, me and Seth will answer that question for you. Uh, there, uh, there's tons of websites on there. I mean, I did a lot of research all day to find the answer to Dennis's burning question. Uh, who sang more songs in the Beatles? Isn't that an interesting question for you? I... I, I guess you could just take uh, all the records and count them all before up. Before looking at the stats that I collected, what do you think? I mean, really. Who sang more who sang, Beatles songs? Who sang songs? more of the material? Who, who is really the one that... that I mean, there, there is no... It is equal balance between Paul and John. But who do you think really sang more songs? Like an lead account? Vocals. Lead vocals, yeah. And that, that's, what, that's what happened in the, the lead. Uh, okay, we go here. Uh, turns out that Lennon sang 103 songs, okay, with, with the Beatles, while McCartney sang only 84 Holy hell! Only eighty-four that's, songs. That's incredible. I I would have totally thought Paul was like more of the front. Yeah, like. I did too uh, before I found that out. But uh, this is an official site. Uh, John is John is credited with the lead, but shared vocals with Paul twenty-one times. So they, you know, twenty-one times they did share vocals uh, with Paul and George together eight times. So George had a little bit of little bit, a little piece of the pie, but not much. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ringo sang once. Yellow submarine. No, I don't. Uh, oh, he sang <laughs> twice. He sang um, uh, Octopus's Garden. Too. Octopus's Garden. You're correct. Yeah. yeah. Three, three times. He did fucking help my friend. Paul is credited with the lead, but shared vocals with John on only four songs. McCartney may have outlived Lennon, so he could sing about sweet... I mean, compared to the solo career of Paul and Lennon, I don't know, man. I'm a Lennon fan. You're a a Paul fan? No, I'm not a Paul fan. I've never claimed (laughs) that. that I want to put that in your mouth. No? No. (laughs) What did you... I want to hear comments I mean, just to be contrary, I'll say, Paul, but I... I, Just for argument's sake. I was actually a Harrison fan for for, uh, about a year, but I was like... Hell yeah, Damn, Lennon's, Lennon's catalog is so much better than Harrison's. Hey, Damn. Nathan, to be fair, like, Lennon only has two good records, and, and McCartney has none. McCartney if gets... you're talking about, like, fucking Wings, Wings records, there's no way. It's, it's shredded shit all the way. Not even, McCartney not even fucking, outlived like, Lennon. Just get Wingspan. Just Martin at the Super Bowl, and Lennon, you know, still gets credit for the Eggman and the Walrus, man. Yeah, so... Yeah, who wins there? So thanks for that letter, Donald. What's Thank you, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Hutchinson, I, I'm I'm sorry that we have to be the ones to tell you that uh, John. So that yeah, just so, <laughs> but you know our level dead. of research is is totally there, and we wanted to help you out. Um, yeah, we uh, it totally helped, and we wanted to know ourselves. It's a great dude, question, dude. Fucking Hinckley killed him. All right, Hinkley. in 1980, in Boom. front of the Dakota Building. He's dead. It's terrible. Okay, but still, uh, we need your comments. We need your questions. We'll be on the air. It'll be a lot of fun, guys. So uh, thank you so much. For and, li- uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, before it's over, um, I uh, okay. I guess we're done. But like, vote for us on Podcast Alley. There is such a thing as called called voter fraud, and you're all our friends. And I really want to make a fucking huge splash on our show. Boom, boom. I want to like be top one hundred. Go for it. I go want, for it. Yeah. Over and over and over. Just. Keep on plugging away. Inundate the system at Podcast Alley. Do Their system like is already for... beleaguered. They're already fucking slow over there. So we just... know if you could have voted for Kerry with multiple times, you would have done it. So do it for us, man. Boom, 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 boom. That's right. It's... All right, so that's it. From Los Angeles. Let's get the kick-ass entrance music and the kick-ass exit music. Here we go. Boom. This program you have just listened to is copyright Low Skull Limited, 1905. Oh, I'm sorry, 2005. I'm sorry. Stay tuned for more of.